another episode of the super nintendo bros podcast uh this is the show where we take deep dives into nintendo related topics and we also like to give out seals of quality to games whether they be good or bad anyways on that note we we're going to talk about uh, a game that uh, i know we have all played and adored we're going to talk about um super mario bros 2 yoshi's island for our seal of quality discussion today okay all yeah right. i'm fine with that all right cool I think it's a good, good, good I'll game to discuss. It ain't. But uh, anyways, as you can already hear, I have two co-hosts with me today. Uh, first up, we have the Mountaineer of the Mushroom Kingdom, my brother, Justin Robinson. What's up, bro? How you doing, buddy? I, I'm doing good, man. I'm uh, well rested from vacation, but tired at the same time. Feels yeah. good to be back doing a podcast since we didn't get to do one a couple weeks ago. Thanks, Michael's landlord. Do you ever plan on going to uh, the Nintendo World now? Uh, when it opens in Florida, we'll probably check it out. Oh, they're Florida. doing it in Florida, too. They're putting one in Florida. It's going to yes. be even bigger than the one here, too. Yep. As is everything Wait, you mean else. where? Here. Is there one in... Oh, there, sorry. There uh, one in California. 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 They're going to do a bigger one in Florida? Yeah. Yeah, because they're making a brand new Universal Park in Florida, and it's going to be part of that. What about the Harry Potter world? That's still going to be it's there? It's also going to be in the other parts of Universal, yeah. If there, Wait a minute. If hold up. Any... They're rebuilding all of Universal? No, they're adding a new new park. Oh, okay. Park. Now that's what I'm going to wait for. If there's any luck in this world, Harry Potter world will just be obliterated. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have I'll everyone wanna, know this is not a political stance. This is not a political stance. Harry Potter is just trash. I know. I understand <laughs> He's that. always said that. I, I, regardless I understand of that. But I thought I had to go to California to go and I, I still have to not go to california it's a great day yeah so you just wait and go to florida that's awesome the two complete opposite end, ends of the political spectrum i love florida oh. true <laughs> i also highly I also enjoy florida, florida. but florida. i also enjoyed california when i was there how was so, the weather in florida uh it was sunny and in the 80s all week yeah that was, uh, it was quite nice i got a little bit of sunburn here and there you know drank plenty of frozen marks thanks for bringing the snow back with you you're welcome I tried to bring the nice weather back, but it didn't work out too well. Yeah, probably. it's coming. Probably yeah. would have stayed with you if you wouldn't have ignored it in the car. Probably. For your steam deck. Probably. <laughs> steam deck oh. is pretty sexy, though. I, I it's mean. in the car right now, actually. Um, also joining me on today's episode, we have the man who puts the bro in Super Nintendo Bros. He's here for it. Michael Bonner. Woo! I'll add in some a background applause whenever I make my intro. Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Was that like yeah. the the faux Ryan Turner uh waste of the local fantasy ball woo? Wasn't quite as enthusiastic. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, his is pretty good. <laughs> Ryan's is pretty good. He's he's got that down. Ryan's voice is like lubricated from the heavens. Okay. I feel like it's it a good it's a good right, voice. It is a very good voice. I thought that was Max. No, he's got a good sultry voice. Ryan's wow. got a good like he can project his voice and sing and, you know, be... Let's not forget Ryan stuff. Wolfong, though. I'll tell you yeah. what. Ryan Wolfong is a man. He is. That was he the Pokemon guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, a that, voice stream was, that stream was fun to watch. That, I was like, man, I'm dumb. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand Pokemon cards at all. I don't know what I was doing as a kid, that's for sure. Uh, very interesting. Um, you know, Russ has an underappreciated, underappreciated voice. He does. Russ does have a good podcast. You'd never voice. know. Because he's always this far away from his microphone, yeah. even though he's this far away from his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> he's he a, a very good podcasting voice. He does. Right. He does. He has a good voice. And I have a great face for podcasting. So That is a fact. <laughs> it's an you are ugly as 110% fact right there. <laughs> I heard someone say that. You're like, you got a face for radio. I laugh so hard at that. It's so stupid. <laughs> so uh, we're gathered here today to talk about... Uh, 
the virtual console. The glorious piece of Nintendo technology that was introduced to us back on the Nintendo Wii. Uh, just to get a little background of this. So let's go back a few console generations. Let's move back all the way to Nintendo 64 <coughs> slash Sony PlayStation slash I think Sega Saturn. Was there a entry in that era? It was definitely the Saturn. No, Which Roger, I don't think I will. A trash system. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so we had the N64, the PlayStation, and the Saturn, which nobody gave a shit about. That sounds right. Competing, competing at the same time in the market. Uh, Wait, you said course, no one gave a shit about any of those consoles? No, just the Saturn. The Saturn. Everybody, oh, loved, okay, okay. everybody loved the PlayStation, <laughs> and everybody loved the N64. I did tell Russ that the Saturn was better than the Wii U. That's a straight lie. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's a lie, but... I'll have to think of how I'm going to defend that one day. Yeah, so. you're going to really have to do some... Uh, <laughs> like, it might not be a lie yet. You're going to have to like, dig deep in the internet you ever, to find things like that. Did you ever play up. that bug demo that was on at the Toys R Us? I don't think I did. The bug demo? There was like a game called Bug or something like but that. But I have played the Saturn. I can refer to that. It was uh, pretty cool. Yeah. I always wanted a Saturn. Never had one. My Maybe. parents never took us to Toys R Us because, albeit since we were very poor, they didn't want us to know the types of things that were out there because then we get excited about it and then be disappointed. If you don't know what you're missing, then you don't know what you're missing. Exactly. Don't worry. The only thing you get at Toys R Us is the slips. The slips? Oh, yeah. When you bought a video game, you had to go to the video game section and grab like a price slip from the plastic tag and you took it up front and they got the game for you. So, yeah, if they they had 10 copies of Final Fantasy VII, they would put 10 slips there with $50 or $60. You pulled one of the slips, you took it up to the front, paid $60 and you handed the slip to this person that was in a glass case. Wow. And they got your game they for that. It was the coolest controlled. thing ever. Yeah. Holy crap. It's like you're in a museum or something. It was amazing. And cool. like if you go there and you see the game had no slips, it was sold out. And here's although they someone could have just miscounted. <laughs> They're very true. And there's also the, the fact that unlike some video game retailers, they didn't have to open a copy to play. Ah, it's gee, oh. you're you're exactly right. God, screw yeah, GameStop. I, I just went there one day and they were like, What was I looking for? I was trying to buy something and they're like, No, we just have the last copy. I'm like, no. I'm honestly more anti-Amazon than I am anti-GameStop at this point. Wow. Amazon's wow. done me wrong real bad There's recently. There's a hot take right there. <laughs> Amazon's Holy done crap. me wrong real bad recently. Which reminds me, I need to track down a copy of Trails to Azure. Because yeah, I canceled just, my Amazon copy because it was going to take three months to get here. Yeah, that's right. That just came out today. It did. I try really hard to buy local, but like Cartridges Galore doesn't care anything new. Yeah, like, I called them for Theater Rhythm. Didn't yeah. have it. Dude, I went up there for Pokemon. They, hadn't got, they didn't have it. Like... Uh, you, you know, for the kids. Speaking of things that came out today, guess what comes out tomorrow? I have no cut. It's probably something I don't care about. Oh, you care. Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso oh, season yeah. three. I knew that. I thought you were talking about video games. Oh, yeah. He did oh, just yeah. tell me to watch that yesterday. It's okay. Diablo 4 uh, Veda is this weekend. Okay. Do I get it early for getting the double down chicken sandwich from KFC? Yes. If you get the double down chicken sandwich, uh, you will get a heart attack plus free early access to Diablo 4. So they don't actually have to give out the beta code. Exactly. Because (laughs) you will die from a heart attack from eating the double down before you get to play Diablo 4. Double down looks good. And I like like how they're playing into like Chick-fil-A's The Lord Sandwich. So KFC has to be the devil. So I I like it. That could not have been. That's got to be on purpose. Okay. That's. Oh, I don't know. Way. It's like just obscure enough to be accidental. Why would you get a beta like it, code from KFC? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Taco Bell would be, everybody would think, oh, okay, Taco Bell, right? They do like Call of Duty stuff. They do Xbox that stuff all the, the time. They do be the gamer's restaurant, Taco Bell. They and do. There so. is construction going on upstairs, even though they said they were stopping. Downstairs. They maybe, downstairs? maybe they just moved upstairs. They're like, we'll finish up downstairs. Wait, downstairs? downstairs? There's something down below us? That's for the, yeah, there's a basement. Oh, I just assumed that sound was coming from upstairs. 
Yeah, you know anyway, what? better so, than police sirens. Point all this to say that <laughs> that is a trash take and the Wii U was not as bad as the Saturn. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I just, you know, I, I was, I'll have to defend that. I'll have to go look at it. The Wii U. The Dreamcast was, was better than the Wii U. This is not a Wii U episode, but I do I want to point out that I don't think the Wii U is as bad as Justin makes it out to be. Raj, the Dreamcast or the Wii U, which one are you taking Dreamcast. on? Dreamcast. Thank you. Okay. I, I, will I, say, I just said I'd never played no, no, the Dreamcast. I know, I know I that. Know. I just have to have something Russ to think about. I think he might agree with me on that. It's got Sonic Avenger on it. Listen, why do we care what Russ thinks? I know he defended, defended us, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't care, but he's not here. Let's keep the conversation That's flowing. Right. He left America. That's true. He did. He's, <laughs> for, for the time being, he he's, is he's in Canada right now. To we gave crap to Raj for going to Disney World. <laughs> yeah, but he's right with the Canadian. He went. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's not even a real country. He's eating poutine right now. Did you know? Listen, have you had poutine? No. You should. Is it American? Get no, but it's delicious. Communist bullshit out of the studio. (laughs) You you clearly that sounds like Putin, and I don't want to hear it. Poutine is like the best. It is the best form of French fries. Change my mind. I don't even know what that means. Let's move on. Poutine is French fries, (laughs) and then you put cheddar cheese curds on top. And then you cover it in gravy. Fat? <laughs> right? Yes. That sounds... I'm not going to say it I'm sounds take good. take my Chick-fil-A waffle fries and go home. I mean, I do love Chick-fil-A waffle Chick-fil-A fries. Chick-fil-A waffle I'll put them in gravy and put cheese on it. So. I'll just dip them in Chick-fil-A sauce. So. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, so, moving past the N64 Saturn PlayStation era, we moved into the next generation of consoles, which were... The GameCube, which was Nintendo's first foray into disc-based systems. The PlayStation moved on to the PlayStation 2, and eventually the Dreamcast or the Saturn evolved into the Dreamcast, which was the end of Sega's console life. <laughs> so PlayStation 2, when it released, one of the coolest features on the PlayStation 2 is that it had backward compatibility which is not something that had been thought of in gaming prior to this, because really the only other systems that were out at the time that had any sort of back, kind of backward compatibility was this Game Boy to Game Boy Color. Hmm. And even the Game Boy Color games would work on the Game Boy. So I don't really know that that particularly counts. Uh, so here, here we go. We have our PlayStation 2s, and they can play all of our PlayStation 1 games, which is great. It's fantastic until they get discrete errors, which mine got one time, which sucked. <laughs> um that's another story for another non-Super Nintendo Bros. podcast because it's a PlayStation story. But here's Nintendo sitting with a thumb up their asses. They don't have access to play their library of N64 games on there. And with the exception of a few ports, and by few, I mean what I think, I'm pretty sure Ocarina of Time and Majora's <coughs> Mask were the only <laughs> N64 titles that got a port to the GameCube. I can't think of were, any other those, ones. Those weren't available retail either. Like you had to do special things to get those, like Nintendo Power or pre-ordering games. Of course, that's not counting sports games or something that would have gotten a release on both systems. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Nintendo needed to do something for backward compatibility. So moving on to the next gen, the PlayStation 3 also offered backward compatibility to certain customers, depending on what system you bought. And eventually that backward compatibility went away. But if you were an early adapter of the PlayStation th- uh, 3, you could play your PS1 and PS2 games on your PS3. So Nintendo said, okay, well, this Wii can play GameCube games, which is great. 
you know, so we can continue play our GameCube games. And then Nintendo said, but wait, there's more. And this is the time when the virtual console was born. So what is the virtual console, you ask? So the virtual console is Nintendo's way to bring its, its library of classic games to the modern audience. So just a little uh, back information on this. The virtual console on the Wii got 427 North American releases. And Dang. the Wii Shop channel where they were housed was discontinued on January 31st, 2019. So you were able to buy these virtual console games up until a few years ago, which is impressive seeing as these virtual console games, they were, you know, you could purchase some of these literally on launch day for the Wii. Uh, November 19th, 2006 was the launch day of the Wii. At that time, you could get Wario's Woods, The Legend of Zelda, Solomon's Key, Soccer, Pinball, Mario Bros., and Donkey Kong mm. on the virtual console. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought it a week after. Yeah. My... But it's like it was definitely a launch window, like within a, a couple of weeks of the yeah. launch. Um, I don't remember the exact launch date of the Wii. Let me fact check myself on that. Uh, yeah, that was actually launch date, November 19th, 2006. Yep. I remember so, that day. Uh, just really quick, um, see the list that includes both standalone games and games released in compilations that were released on both systems. Obviously, we said Ocarina of Time and Door's Mask, Animal Crossing. I often forget that that game was released in Japan on the GameCube first yes. and made its way over on the GameCube. Resident Evil 2. Wait a minute. Um, wait a minute. Animal Crossing was on Nintendo Animal 64. Animal yeah. 64. They have a yep. version in the Nintendo 64. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Holy cow. Now, mind you, it received some upgrades for the GameCube yes. version, but it's yep. still the same game. Wow. It's very much, I actually watched something on this like a couple weeks back. It's very much the same game, obviously downscaled graphics a little bit, uh, but with the blocky architecture that the original had, it didn't yeah. really lose a whole lot, That's but awesome. it was pretty much the same. I did not same. know that. Dude, I can't even imagine how my childhood would have changed if that had been in the, in the U.S. Like, I put so many hours into the first Animal Crossing. Right. Uh, Resident Evil 2, Donald Duck going quackers. There's one for you, Roger. I um, see Donald Duck. I'm a happy man. <laughs> San Francisco Rush 2049, Hydro Thunder, Madden NFL 2002, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3, and Doshin the Giant. So um, Somewhere all, in the, some foreign land, Rush just came. Yeah, I, I'm sure he knows all of those. Oh, the Tony Hawk one. Well, here's the one for you, Russ. The N64 version of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 came out nearly a year after the GameCube version. It also ended up being the last officially licensed release for the 64. Wow. I that's, hate that that's for that game. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I love Tony Hawk 3, but... So there were yeah. a few other launch games, too, on the Wii Virtual Console on launch day. Um, SimCity for SNES, which was later delisted, and we'll talk about delisted games later, um, as well as F-Zero and Super Mario 64 were also all available on day one on the Wii. Hmm. So... Got a nice launch lineup of classics to play along with your Wii launch titles, which, uh, let's be real, everybody was wagging their Wii remote to Twilight Princess, except for Justin. I was not. That's okay. I also You're playing played it, it on GameCube because yeah. I didn't have a Wii at the time of release. Man, you lucky man. <laughs> we That's why I love it so much. Because I played it the right way. The PS2, like, introducing that was amazing. Because... Revolutionary. We always had our regular Nintendo just unhooked sitting next to the Super Nintendo. You go back and play some Super uh, regular Nintendo games, but when we got the PS2 and we found out you just put your memory card and, your and you have a, a new DualShock 2, I was like, why do I need this? 
I'm sure that's where GameStop was like, we're going to get you. Oh, yeah. We're going to sure. see people start trading in systems, you know? I don't understand what you're saying. I'm sorry. Like, what what, what does so, the PS2 have to do with this? So, like, the, the regular Nintendo always sat there. Right, right. Next to the Super Nintendo. Because I never even thought of, you know, getting rid of my regular Nintendo. But when I got a PS2, I could put oh, Final Fantasy okay. VII into the PS2. Yep. Okay. Put my PS1 memory card in there. Because you, yeah, you still had to use the PS1 memory card. And I could use my new DualShock 2 controller, and I'm like, why do I need this system anymore? This yeah. does everything, <laughs> plus it's a DVD player. Um, shout out to that. Yeah, oh, PS1 to that PS2 the is probably like the most, the console move, like into an next generation that made the previous one most obsolete. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. But before that, like you said, we never even thought of that need. No. Because it was always so different. I was like, well, I'm not going to get rid of my regular Nintendo. I still have Turtles on there, and I have Super Mario Brothers 3 and all these things. Mario mm -hmm. with a tail. Mario with a tail, man, yeah. <laughs> so the PS3, though. Goat. A backward. I, I, told, I think I told you guys this. If the PS5, if they would have had an option that was like $800 to $1,000, and they said it could play all discs one through five, I would buy that in one second. I would too. And I have no idea why they don't offer that. It's like, okay, this is, you got to order it on PlayStation Direct. It can play everything. I'd buy it. I'd buy it now. I wouldn't even think about it. I'd just be like, okay. Because the reason the PS3 was so expensive is because they had to put basically a PS2 in it to hmm. run the PS2 and PS1. Correct. Which actually upscaled it too, which was amazing. So it made the games look better. Hmm. I did not know that. It was awesome. I loved it. So we had several systems that got virtual console representation on the Nintendo Wii. Uh, obviously, we had the NES, the Super NES, and we had the N64. You know, those were all obviously expected because those were previous titles and you could already play your GameCube games. But we also had the TurboGrafx-16, which was, at <laughs> that point, that system had not done well in the United States. So most of these games they released on that virtual console were definitely new to Nintendo gamers. And they also included a couple of big ones we'll talk about in a little bit that either weren't released in America or were considered more rare or big titles. Um, the Sega Master System got representation. The Sega Genesis had a massive library available on the Wii Virtual Console. The Neo Geo, so you can get your fighting game fix. Or you could play Metal Slug on there, which I don't know why you would when you could just buy the Metal Slug collection on the Wii, which was awesome. And there was Commodore 64, and there were also some arcade games that were available. Um, so one of the cool things with the Virtual Console, which kind of hurt them at times, in my opinion, was they did make a good effort to make um, third-party titles readily available. Um, Justin, you mentioned Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was on the Virtual Console, came out in 2007. Uh, it was available for five years before it got delisted. Mm. Um, just the original one? or Just was the it, original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They didn't have two or three on there? Yeah. Just the really hard Ninja Turtles 2, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Yoshi's Cookie, which, you know, I don't understand why that one got delisted. That is weird. Um, seeing as it was published by Nintendo, but it was delisted. There was a, there was a lot of... We got to consider that whenever this came out, this was at the same time whenever data virtualization yeah. and like storage capacities mm -hmm. and warehouses for data storage were just huge. And this is like right. the uptick of that. So I would be willing to bet that 
that had something to do with it. They're like, we have this much space. We need to prioritize whatever titles have over this amount of X, you know. So that right. was probably why something is going to be listed. Digital agreements, too. Yeah. I mean, it's like the true. first time you're really buying digital games, you didn't fire up your Dreamcast. And, Very true. You know, and, and your Nintendo 64 and download anything. So um, you also had like the heavy hit of third party titles that remain <laughs> on there for the life of the virtual console your Mega Man games, the original Final Fantasy, your Castlevanias, your mm -hmm. Ninja Gaidens. Those were all probably the biggest third party NES titles. Um, and they were all there. Double Dragon, those games were there. Um, so Nintendo really took a leap on this and really invested. Um, the final Wii Virtual Console NES release was actually uh, a third-party title. It was Burger Time. Burger Time. Burger Time. Was, I loved Burger Time on the NES. It was hard as shit, but it was fun. I don't know if you guys have played Burger Time. I feel like everybody I has. Know no, I know, I know what, what it is. Burger Time is. I know what it is, but I haven't played it. No. It's like a classic arcade game. I used yeah. to play it on the Nintendo. My aunt had it, and she would really borrow it sometimes. Now, we saw a lot more games on the SNES that <laughs> hit the delisted status. Um, SimCity, I mentioned before, was a launch title that ended up being delisted. Uh, Street Fighter II, The World Warrior, R-Type 3. Uh, there was a period of time for that uh, Donkey Kong Country wasn't available. Like, it came out early on, and then there was a three-year span uh, around the Wii U's launch where you could no longer get Donkey Kong Country on the virtual console. Same goes for Donkey Kong Country 2 and Donkey Kong Country 3, which I would imagine that has something to do with, with rights with Rare. Uh, since at that point, Rare was, or had already been purchased by Microsoft. Um, uh, Street, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting fell to the delisted uh, Super Street Fighter 2 New Challengers. How many Street Fighter 2s were there? A lot. On the SNES. Um, and then there were a few shooters and other fighting titles that were eventually delisted on the SNES Virtual Console. But again, you had your big third-party games. You can get Final Fantasy 2 and 3. You could get Chrono Trigger. You can get Mega Man X1 and X2. Um, your Castlevanias, they were there. Super Star Wars games. You guys remember those? Oh, yeah. Those oh, games yeah. were fun and hard as balls. Yeah, they're really hard. Um, can we, I'm just going to pause you for a second. Yeah. I'd just, like... Working at GameStop at this point in time in my life, oh, thank God I don't work there anymore. Um, <laughs> we all three have been there. But, like, yeah, we were. this is around the, the time where all of us had either already left or, like, it was still fresh of us being there. Like, the reason I bring it up, being very close to the game industry, it was just so cool for this to come out and just think about, like, if you wanted to play these games, you were either, like, pulling them up on these janky emulators that barely worked or you were buying them on playing them on old consoles and to have these like readily available. I was awesome. paying 10, five, I think it was what, five bucks for the NES games, 10 bucks for the SNES, and 15 or 20 for the. Yeah. But like, yeah. I paid for every one of them. Uh, My yeah, Wii was loaded with VC games. Like, this was just like the time to be alive. Like, this was revolutionary for the gaming you industry. You didn't even have to sell the seven C's to play these. I hate that. You hate what? The, the the internet being referred to this as seven the pirate life. <laughs> I mean that was more of a rip to Russ, not you, but you know, I'll take it. And it was really you. it was really cool how you like changed channels of the games. Like with oh, that yeah. was the only cool thing about the Wiimote uh was pointing it and be like, I just want to play. Yeah, that. I want that channel. I feel like the Wiimote like gets a bad rap from you. It's terrible. 
It wasn't good, but it's not as bad as your it's so it's so bad. Whenever they're like, "Man, we want Super Nintendo games on here. Let's just sell another controller that you plug into yeah, it, so you can literally just sit you had it to buy a classic you. controller and make it work properly." Yeah, which was great. I love my classic controller. The Wii Classic controller was a great controller. Yes, there was two versions of it. There was one that was just like this, and it was like a you know. It looked like, like a Super like the Nintendo controller, and then yep. there's one that had the handles. Yep. Yeah, the, I, I remember the uh, one with handles, I remember getting in a bundle with uh, Monster Hunter Track. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yes. how I got that one. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> now that's some memories, right? Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I remember that. I don't think that's how I got it, but that's a great deal. It is. Um, and what? my thing was, like, that would work for every virtual console. Yeah, it was great. It, it was a must-have for the virtual console. Totally agree. Do you want to hear a, a GameStop story since we're talking about GameStop? This yes. is completely not relevant at all. Good. It's okay. We're to... just a go with a flex. <laughs> if this doesn't cement everyone's hatred for both me and GameStop in like one fell swoop, I don't know what will. I was already done. Back in the, Fair enough. Back in the day, whenever the PlayStation 3 came out, I think it, yeah, it was the PS3. Um, they had a bundle to where if you bought PlayStation 3, you got a copy of Advent Children on Blu-ray. I don't know if anyone oh, remembers yeah, yeah. that. I remember it. Get our GameStop got like there was it was a limited amount. Like it, it only they didn't come in them. It was just the PlayStations, and they sent you Advent Children copies. And then we fucking took the copies of Advent Children and just took them home and kept them and told customers we didn't get the bundle. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Because <laughs> they weren't cataloged. They were just supposed to be taped to the, the regular boxes. So there's literally no way of knowing. Yep. They weren't they're skew checked or anything. But yeah, I still have that copy we of Advent Children. We admittedly <laughs> really pulled some shit on customers uh, for GameStop. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get into that level on the on the show, but it was I've got that one company's more, so corrupt. I got one more thing for GameStop I was thinking about. And I don't know if you guys started I started there in two thousand four or you three. You worked in Florida bus. I started in two thousand six, I two, believe. Two thousand three or four maybe. is when I started there. Because I was there when Halo 2 were released, and I was there for a while already, which was November 9th, 2004, because I was in high school. It made me think of the the Resident Evil 4, ca catastrophic, like people getting their collector's edition canceled. When I started at GameStop, and I don't know if you guys did this too, for how I forget how long we did this. If you came in to reserve something, we wrote it down on a piece of paper. No way. Yes. You wrote it down I on a piece of paper. I don't remember that. 100%. Wrote it down on a piece of paper. And you filed it away into a little binder. And we never canceled anybody's. And we did it by hand. And that's how atrocious that Resident Evil 4 collector's edition. And I'm mad already. I'm getting mad because I'm thinking about my Zelda special edition. I'm not going to get. Oh, don't say you know that. I mean? like, Come on. So we need good positive if, energy if, if out I there. Could, if I could write it down <laughs> and then Michelle would look at it and be like, okay, we need 10 of these. And she would tell corporate, we, we got 10 pre-orders. They would send us 15. We put 10 away and we just put their little slips on it. We just know. We did it all by paper. And I remember like whenever the new system came out, but that was definitely how we did it. I think for Halo 2, even. I, I remember having one of those slips of paper for Ocarina of Time. But the thing is, like, they're like, okay, you're not going to get this until like three months after it comes out because yeah, there were so many pre it, it was like where you write it, it's like a check. Like, we keep a copy, you keep a copy. You take your slip home and it would say, like, you put $5 on it. That's there was no records in the computers. There was no nothing, <laughs> and we never canceled anybody's pre-orders. And they can't figure out how many Resident Evils they got online. Oh, dude, that's unacceptable. I remember when the Wii was coming out, 
I don't think anybody who wasn't an employee at 303 got a Wii <coughs> at launch because literally all of us that worked there, we bought GameStop gift cards and Mel put them in the safe. And the morning pre-order went live. She had all of our pre-order. That's how I got mine. That's how I got it. Yeah. Wow. What an absolute unit. She's Shout out best. to Mel. She, she was, was the awesome. best, man. One of the best bosses I've ever worked for. She was the best. No question. Whenever her and when she was like out, I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, because I was still working part-time when I was in college. I'd come home on weekends and work. But yeah, that just makes me mad that that we could do it on paper and they can't figure it out today. Lydia was pretty awesome, too. Not, nothing against Lydia, Lydia in this conversation. Lydia also was a badass manager. She was also an asshole at times. Sorry about that tangent, but it's relevant because of Zelda. Because <laughs> I'm I'm already pissed. It is relevant. Yeah. If they right. cancel that, I'm going to go do something. You know, I'm it's, really sorry that you guys lost your Resident Evil 4 Collector's Edition. But did know. you guys both play that demo? I didn't have a Resident Evil 4 Collector's Edition. But he did. No, I did. I didn't. Oh, okay. No, I'm just mad for the people that did. Like, no, I, I'm, such a I have a Zelda. Backup. I have a Zelda one. I know it's going to yes, get canceled. I do, too. But you at least have two, right? I have two. I have one from Walmart, which is about as reputable. Yeah. Very true. Did you guys play that Resident Evil 4 demo? Sure yes. did. Oh, my God. It was really good. It's amazing. It, it was, was fantastic. Really like, I know it's not coming to Switch, but, like, let's be fair. The original Resident Evil 4 was originally a Nintendo exclusive. So That's I think, fair. It's I think true. It was. I actually still that. have the the, label, the resident, my copy of Resident Evil 4. This is only for GameCube on it. I went, nice. to, I went to the New Point GameStop to play Resident Evil 4 demo on like when they, they came to the demo, we heard it was over there because we worked over at three or three and heard it was just a new point. And I'm like, I got to drive over there. So good. <laughs> awesome. What a great game. What a great game. And the best thing is you can put the disc in your Wii and play it on your Wii. True. Or you can spend, I think it was $20 eventually when it came out and get the Wii version. I, I will say up until I played it on Steam and I still think so. I think Resident Evil 4 on Wii was one of the best versions of It is. You can move and shoot, right? Yep. 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 And it was just fun to use was... the Wii remote with. Oh. Because the only thing you really had to do with it was like, you are correct. everything else you are was cor- very You are still. correct, though. I'll, right. I'll give it up on that one. Yeah, I think the last one I played Resident Evil 4 was actually on PC through Steam. That's a, that's a good version of it, It too. is. Love Resident Evil 4. We should do an episode on Resident Evil 4 sometime. Well, that's that's the nice thing about Resident Evil is like they've they've gotten the controls down since four. It is the exact same control scheme. They don't really have to mess with it. Everything, as long as you're not playing on like VR or something, has been so standardized that it just works. And every I, I jumped into Resident Evil 4 demo the other day and had like literally had the control scheme down like yep, that. Yeah, 100%. So. I'm pretty happy about this Resident Evil 4 remake and all, but like why can't we get a Resident Evil 1 remake done in that engine? That they've done Resident well, they Evil already did Resident Evil with. One remake, so it'd be Resident Evil One remake remake. Which at this that, point. Which, yeah, I mean, put it use the engine used to remake two and three. That'd be great. I mean, it would be it, it would sell. Because it, it'll, it'll Evil, happen eventually. The Resident this, Evil remake still like it shows its age. And they, again, we're on top. Could they do? Game. Could they do Zero, another exclusive to Nintendo? <laughs> zero and One together. Like, doesn't Zero lead into One? Now, give me Code Veronica, my guy. I hated that game. Still all three. Yeah, but Just you wouldn't need a remake. Maybe, but I, ra- I ran out of ammo twice trying to beat that game. <laughs> that sounds like a player error. Yeah, well, I, that was back in the day when I thought you had to shoot everything. <laughs> that's fair. And then that's I beat good. Silent Hill 2 finally, and I was like, you don't have to shoot everything. That's kind of the, just, one, like, the thing about away. games. You, gotta, you have to learn, like, you're not going to kill everything. Don't try. You're going to be in serious trouble later. Well, Because I'm replaying Resident Evil 2 remake on Steam Deck right now, and it's like, just run. Just walk away from the zombie. But true. they get more action as they go on. They right. want you to murder everything. Very true. That's true. That is true. Like Resident Evil 8. So can we just talk about how because of the virtual console and Nintendo in general, I have probably spent 
over $400 on different copies of Super Mario 64 and or Ocarina <laughs> of Time. Yeah. <laughs> At least that much. <laughs> At least. 100%. <laughs> Let's not talk about how much I've spent on Link to the Past because I've literally <sighs> owned every version of Link to the Past that's ever released. 3DS Roger, Virtual Console, Wii Virtual Console, Wii U Virtual Console. I've never met someone who's so irresponsible with video game spending. <laughs> how many times have you bought Elden Ring at this point? Two. And how many times have you played it? Two. <laughs> no, I've played it several times. I had the PS5 version. But not but on But I've only played yet? the Steam Deck version once so far. Okay. okay. But I've also been playing around with the Steam Deck and playing other things. So I haven't really settled into any one thing yet. Hmm. I'm the same way. We could have financial episode if we need to. <laughs> this this, I this keep offering, my, serv- I keep offering my services. Nobody's taking me up on it. So <laughs> he's like, listen, you, you've done the whole intervention with me before and it still didn't work. Mm, not this intervention. It. Not this intervention, no. No? Well, it's like, Raj, don't buy that game. Listen, you know what? Check out the Patreon for Ro- Roger's financial intervention. Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah, say. we could do that uh, tangent episode. Then a couple weeks ago, I was like, man, I should get uh, Marvel Midnight Suns on the Steam Deck because it's only this much money. And you said, or you can just borrow mine and play it that way. And you know what I didn't buy? Marvel Midnight Suns. I'm proud of you because you failed the last time we, we had this conversation, but you're not wrong. Oh, yeah, that's a positive do remember, step. Do you remember what game I'm talking about? It was Elden Ring, wasn't it? No, 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 no. That's a good guess, though. What was it? It's Final Fantasy VII Crisis Score, <laughs> the new one. And you, I said, I got a disc. You could have it. And you said, have it. I got to buy it. I can't drive up there. <laughs> but you spent the gas buying the game that if you just drove up, got the game. You would have had all that money for gas. Well, the thing was, though, with that, it was a time issue to get there. But you're right here with him right now. This was months ago. <laughs> this was months ago. Now that that's that's excluding that you're saying time, like you have to play it before like someone kills your mom or something by gunpoint. You're like, I have to play this in the next ten you know hours. I mean, Not worth it. Let her die. Well, I'm just telling you how to financial advice coming soon. To Patreon. Meanwhile, Michael is going to let my mother die. I mean. She's not my mom. If, if your mom's gonna die, if your mom's gonna die over you playing Crisis Core in ten hours, that's we're in a bad situation. So. Yeah, that's, what is this world coming to? Where people have to play Final Fantasy games? It's like, explain, Whoa! <laughs> explain this scenario to me where this is actually a thing. This is listen. This episode is so much more fun without the virtual console discussion. Can I just say? I mean, it all makes me think about virtual console. I wonder does, why you mentioned Final Fantasy three. Why the hell didn't I play that on there? Where were you? Playing Final Fantasy Three. Well, why console. didn't you tell me to play it back then? You know, honestly, I don't know that I played it on Virtual Console. <sighs> I because myself. I still would have been, I could still had access to playing my PlayStation version. I had it for PlayStation on Final Fantasy Anthology. That's how I played Chrono Trigger. It was on PlayStation. Do you guys still have your Wii with all your Virtual Console games on it? Yes. My Wii is bricked. I don't. I think it got bricked. Oof. Because there's no way to get that stuff back, is there? The How'd money you, you spent. It? How'd you brick it? Uh... I was trying to do a reset of something on it because we were going to sell it to Letitia's aunt. And in the process of trying to do like the factory sets and stuff, it just kind of bricked. And that was it. Roger, you are the most technologically illiterate man. Uh, you know what? I've if, ever if, met if, my that hap- if that happened, I, I understand the Steam Deck that you hey, want for us to do it. So. It is true. Before we leave, can you show me how to charge my phone? Oh, God. <laughs> God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for those of you who don't know me well, I'm he when he says I'm the most technologically illiterate man he knows, he's 
really not lying. It's a tie between you and my brother Nathan. Like I literally, I couldn't even, <laughs> I can't even get freaking Game Pass from my Steam Deck. Literally can't get. That's a little more difficult. I did that. I've been trying to do the setup. I couldn't get it. I can't get it to work. I figured out the I'll emulation on the Steam okay, Deck. Okay, I bought Pentiment on, like on the Steam minutes, instead. So. Paid ten bucks for it. It was worth it. I'm <laughs> a little ways into it now. <laughs> See, rewind five minutes ago and then come back to this. <laughs> oh, it was ten bucks, and I'm supporting a game that Justin loves by spending ten dollars. Oh my goodness! Coming soon. So uh, Patreon exclusive. It really hurts me that there's Sega Genesis <laughs> and Sega anything on the virtual console. I had a Sega. We never played it. I don't like Sonic. I don't like fighting games. So, really, uh, I just don't some, care about I, Sonic. I got some games on the vir uh, virtual console. I got Vector Man, which I had back in the day. Never Very, played it? It's fine. Uh, Comic Zone. Never played it? It's fine. <laughs> it's a weird um, game. It's a really weird game. Yeah, it's weird. You jump through comic. It's like, I mean, it's neat. I had a Genesis, and I only had two games for it. I had Sonic 2 and Aladdin. You'll be proud of the first game we got for it for Genesis was the Donald Duck game, Quackshot. Oh I'll see Donald Duck and I'm a happy man. <laughs> that game is stupid hard, man. I, I'd like to make a bet that someone couldn't beat that stupid game. I don't know if I could do it nowadays. But um, yeah, the, the Sega on there, I mean, it's great it was on there, but I spent most of my money on NES, SNES. I'm going to be honest, the 64 wasn't that far away. So I was just like, eh, I think I bought Ocarina of Time. But, you know, I feel like I bought a lot of N64 games. Yes. On the Wii virtual Same. console. I, I bought, don't think I did. I remember buying Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. And I remember buying Kirby 64, 1080 Snowboarding, Paper Mario, and Star Fox. The list wasn't extensive. Like for the There were only number. 21 releases. Yeah. Most notably for the N64 um, was Sin and Punishment. Yep, that was... Because it never got a U.S. release beforehand, and they had released the sequel on the Wii. Yep. Um, I did not buy the N64 Cinema Punishment on the Wii Virtual Console, but I did play the Wii sequel. It was a lot of fun. Hmm. I really enjoyed that. But I think Cinema Punishment might be on the Nintendo Switch Online app, if I remember correctly. I may be wrong. I don't know that, but that I know was, what you're talking about. That was my uh, intro to Paper Mario. Me too. Really? So. Did I mean, you, I had played Super Mario RPG beforehand. But. Did you uh, beat Paper Mario on there? VC? Yeah. Was it that good? Was, yeah. That's like the second best Paper Mario game, the one on the 64. So I've never What's played... What's the first best? Thousand Year Door. Hands down. Yeah, you know, I've never beat a, a Paper Mario game. They're really good. Either. I just watched Sean play one. I've got Thousand Year Door on my Steam Deck. Oddly enough, I don't even care for turn-based stuff, but they're just really cutesy and fun and easy to play. And I so. saw you were playing Thousand Year Door on your Steam Deck the other day. I have been. I can't remember what I was playing. I actually I probably, told him that the other day, too. I was probably playing Final Fantasy IV because I feel like I was on my way to Florida that I saw does you were on there. Does it say on Steam what you're playing? Yep. Really? Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mine does. That. And if you're on Steam on your computer, all your Steam Deck, all your GameCube games are on your computer. And if your Steam Deck's near them, you can play your Steam Deck GameCube games on your computer. It'll just stream them. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. I know Russ just got a boner and maybe even ejaculated, but it's <laughs> he fine. He might have. Um, God. You know, there was, they also released Ogre Battle 64. Did they the really? Console, wow. I don't think I even knew that. No, I didn't know that. Um, that's a game that I never played. 
I drunkenly bought Cruising USA one evening. Dude, Cruising USA is great. Listen, dude, right? I'm not mad man. about it. Great, man. <laughs> I didn't say all what drunk decisions One of my buddies <laughs> back in middle school had that. On, he had that in, in uh, San Francisco Rush. San Francisco Rush was great, man. We played the shit out of those two games. <laughs> the, uh, the, like, the trick section of San Francisco Rush where you go into like a little polygon area and just do tricks and everything. Oh, it's so good. That game was great, man. Um, so on the Turbo Graphics, there was a major release, at least in my eyes. Um, Bomberman. <laughs> Bomberman 94. Um, and actually, it was there are a few Turbo Graphics games I want to touch on real quick here. Uh, so the first one is a game called The Nonastic Hero. It is a uh, it's an entry in the Wonder Boy series. It's like a side scrolling action platformer. That game was extremely rare and expensive, but you could get it on the Wii Virtual Console. Oh, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say the last one on this list here. Well, I'm, I'm getting to that. <laughs> um, I wasn't a fan at the time, so I did not buy this on Virtual Console, but uh, Ease Books 1 and 2 were on TurboGrafx-16. That is known as Really? The, what? They were? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they were released that. on a TurboGrafx CD. That is known as the best release of Ease Books 1 and 2. Um, that better, was on the Virtual Console. Better than the Steam one? I don't know if it's better than the Steam or not, but that's the version everybody always talks about. I think I think the Steam version might be a port. But as Michael was saying, he knows what I'm alluding to here. Castlevania Rondo of Blood. This was the first American release of what is typically regarded as the best non-Metroidvania Castlevania game. Is that hmm. the one you jump backwards? That is uh, Super Castlevania 4. No, like you could, I thought Ron, the PSP one that you could unlock that you could jump backwards. No. What did, what did you unlock on the PSP one? You're, you unlocked yeah, the video. You're night, making yourself the angry one. over there. But what was the one on the PSP? Rondo it, Blood. Yeah, it was Rondo and Blood. you jump PSP. backwards, right? Like, instead of, like, you do, like, a skip backwards instead of... I I'm, mean, I don't know. I don't remember. All right. <laughs> Actually, now that you mentioned that, though, I'm pretty sure the PSP version may have come out before. No. I, I can't remember if the PSP version would have come out before the virtual console. Yeah, but that game's really hard. Rondo Blood, yes. I've only beat it once. I beat it on PS4. Yeah, that game's And hard. that took, like, everything... <laughs> That I had to beat that game. No it was doubt. so hard. I'm looking hard down game. this list at the Turbo Graphics, and I didn't buy a single game from this system. I bought Rondo of Blood, and I bought the Dynastic Hero. Not knowing anything about Dynastic Hero at the time, but let me tell you, it was a <clears> really <throat> fun game. Um, I didn't buy any of, the, any of the Master System games, and I probably bought very few of the Genesis games. I don't think I've ever seen a Master System in the wild. I saw one when I was a kid. My cousin had one. Fantasy Star is like the only game on the Master Kid list that I know that poor, Master System. That poor cousin of yours. Other yeah. than uh, other than Sonic, of course, but I like to pretend he's dead. And so. then the only the only people who bought Neo Geo games were people who A, didn't have the Metal Slug collection or B, really loved fighting games. I think I bought one of those fighting games, but I probably didn't play it much. I think well, the real funny thing is the Commodore 64. Like, those games were super dated at this point. Um... And then the arcade list, the list of arcade games, it wasn't bad. Like, you get uh, the arcade version of Ninja Gaiden, Shinobi. Those were pretty good arcade <clears> games. The Ghosts and Goblins, though, shout out. What oh, a yeah. game. That game's yeah. so hard. Oh, my Dude, God. That, that is not so a game hard. that I have beat, <laughs> nor is it a game that I will ever beat. Listen, so story time. This is back when I was a young Raj. I was, you know, in elementary school. I had been working on playing through Super Ghouls and Ghosts for ever and of course if you played the game you know when you get to the final boss once you beat the final boss you have to go all the way back to the beginning of the game and get a certain weapon that you can't get on your first playthrough 
and you acquire that weapon, and you have to get all the way to the end of the game with that weapon and beat the final boss again to beat the game. Now, mind you, if you die, you lose that weapon. Yeah, the game is that's so that's hard. I was on the next to the last stage of my second playthrough with that weapon, and my cousin came over and decided he wanted to play fucking Donkey Kong Country and just turn the game off with no regard. I wasn't in the room, oh. and I come back in, and it was gone. That was it. I was like, oh. what did you do? To be fair, though, Donkey Kong Country is infinitely better. <laughs> uh, yes, Donkey Kong Country is a much better game than Super Ghouls and Ghosts. You can't fault them there. That's not saying anything bad about Super Ghouls and Ghosts because that's obviously a great game. Is Maximo a spiritual? Maximo successor? was a spiritual successor. To, I like uh, Maximo. Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Did you ever play Maximo? Mm -mm. It's awesome. It was on PS2. Whenever you got hit, you go down to your boxers. Oh, that's a really just cool like, feature. I'm really glad you told me about just that. Like, just like Wilson Goblin. I mean, you get out of your boxers when you get hit. Roger, you mentioned uh, going back to old Rog. Um, if you could go back to, uh, or I shouldn't say old Rog, to young Rog, you know, the Rog of ages 10 to 15, what gaming advice would you give to that Rog? What gaming advice would I give to that Rog? Yeah. Oh, man, that's a good question. That's a good question. Uh, maybe I'm thinking too deep about this. I said gaming advice because I don't want any like, oh, should have bought Amazon stock or something because those, those <laughs> answers are bullshit. So buy Nintendo stock. I no, hate you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair, but I hate you. Hey, don't spend $65 on that used coffee of Yoshi's story at GameStop. Yeah. That, don't that, spend all your birthday money on that. You'll beat it in an hour. We did. Oh, we did the Yoshi's same thing. story. We That's a. It's actually really good. That's, <laughs> that's a really I think good that's one. probably that's the one that jumps out most. I've never been burned on a game as far as the amount of money spent and the time I got out of it. There's certain RPGs I'd be like, man, play that. Stop playing Smash Brothers and play that. No. Yeah. Or no matter another Smash one Brothers that I will tell my young self. No matter how much you want the money, do not sell any game yes. you have at all. Oh, there, there it is. There it is. Keep yep. the fucking boxes in <laughs> there. There it is. Oh my god, huh. keep the boxes. I would have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of games. Yeah, oh no my doubt. Gosh, had dude. I kept the boxes and manuals and everything. Now you can't tell yourself not to work at GameStop because then we all wouldn't have met. No, I wouldn't. Do that <laughs> so that that came out of that. I, I'd consider that life advice, not gaming advice, though. Yeah, but not selling your games, which goes back to what I originally talked about. Whenever I got the PS2. I was like, why do I have this PS1 anymore? What can I do with it? And that's when GameStop really like started like, I don't remember ever trading a game for anything before PlayStation 1. Michael, the, the, yeah. the, the slight puddle river of water is slowly making its way towards your electronics. Oh, what the heck is that? Water. Okay. Well, thanks for that, Roger. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> the least I can do. No, I agree. Like, I, thinking back of all the games that I, I had... I mean, or have acquired over like, or had in my hands at GameStop at some point that I could have just grabbed for like $4 and now they're worth hundreds. Like, oh, it just makes me so it's upset. Sad. Like, I'm, I mean, <laughs> if I could go back and listen to advice, I would have a complete box chrono trader. We traded in Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on Dreamcast. Oh, oh no. That hurts. Yikes. That hurts. Yeah, it's bad. I would have a DuckTales 2 still. Man, that, 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 that's the answer. That's it. That, that's, don't don't sell your that shit. That was pretty good, Rog, Keep coming up with that. Listen. Because you gave me time to think about it. I would have came up with that, but it's the ultimate yeah, that answer. Was, there was, uh, when I lived in Morgantown, it was like 2011, something like that. I lived up at one of the complexes there with a friend of mine. 
Barb. Uh, yep, John Barb. Um, I miss him. But that was like in the the height of like the Funko Pop era, like when they first launched and everyone was buying them. I had went to to uh, Barnes and Noble and bought like it was like hundred and ten dollars in Funko Pops, just ones that I liked. And I was already a collector. I had statues and stuff, so they were just new in the box. And like five or six days later, I was like, I don't need these. I'm just going to take them back. One of those Funko Pops was the Stormtrooper Shadow, like dark chrome edition that I got for like 10 bucks. It was on eBay for like seven grand, like a Ooh. year later. And oh, I was like, that hurts. Oh, <laughs> like I hate myself. <laughs> for once, I exercise restraint and it fucks me in the ass. Well, boys, <laughs> here's the thing. I think there's only one thing we can do to solve all this. We need to build a time machine. <laughs> we, we need to down with games. <laughs> Dude, screw build a time that. machine. Screw that place. Obligatory meme. But there it is. Posted yeah, it, post it in the Discord, post Russ. I know you're I, I got it. I got it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> I'll post so, it to him while Mirage goes on the next update. When the uh, Wii U came out, we got uh, more systems on yes. the virtual console. Uh, so we're not really going to, I'm not going to go over a whole lot of what was on the NES, Super NES, etc. But uh, the original Game Boy got a virtual console mm. on the uh wii u it was not on day one of the wii u it came in like uh in june of that year so about six months down the road um the road the road <laughs> which now that i'm looking at this i mean this is the north american but i didn't think the wii u was out no you know what i'm not talking about the wii u i'm talking about the 3ds that's why mm. so the 3ds got game boy uh, notable titles on it, of course. Uh, Russ's favorite game, Super Mario Land, was um, a launch title <laughs> on that particular virtual console. He loves that game. Why does he hate that game so much? The it's second because one's, it's weird. The second one's not any better. He likes and dislikes it's very, very I tried it. I tried it on Switch Online. Uh, you know what? I want to give you this. When I replayed Super Mario Land 2 on Switch Online, I was super excited to replay it, and it was not as good as I remember it. I mean, Mario, I Mario is the size of the screen. And one enemy comes on the screen at a time, and I'm like, okay. Roger, that exact feeling that you just described is how I feel anytime I play a Mario game. I'm very excited, and then I boot it up, and I'm just like, this is. I thought not. you were going to say the exact feeling you have every time you see me. Well, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't not say that. I mean, <laughs> uh, no, I just. I don't know. I just get that general feeling of dis general disappointment. Um, whenever I play Mario, it's just a thing. Worth noting, the final Game Boy release on that we on the. 3DS for console was Pokemon Red and Blue hmm. in February 27th of 2016. Pokemon finally made it. We had the Game Boy Color. Um, it kicked off with Link's Awakening DX. Okay. Which I love Link's Awakening. We, we've previously given it a seal of quality. I personally like DX version of Link's Awakening more than the remake. I don't know that I disagree with you. Yeah. I'd... I mean, the, the remake had some good quality of life features, but... I think it's a nostalgia factor for me with the original. I just think that style of game works better in the older like art styles and whatnot. So. It does. Now, don't get me wrong. I'd like to see more of the Link's Awakening remake art style. I'd like to see the Oracle games redone in that same style. I want like Link's Awakening and uh, Link to the Past and the Oracle games to get like a Final Fantasy pixel remaster style, like mm. a redo. Mm. Oh man, like that would, that be, would be what I want to see mm. because those like, pixel remasters were quite. Good. Am I right or am I right? Mm. <laughs> yeah, do the Zelda <laughs> pixel remasters complete with uh, game breaking font? <laughs> as long as the dungeon builders there, man. 
Obviously, that was the key feature. To that I got game. you there on that font, Raj. <laughs> it's okay. I uh, changed the font on mine, but I just didn't. It's not that big of a it took, it took one second change. But if it's that font on the Switch, I don't care. I, I didn't care to begin with. Um, the phenomenal handheld that was the Game Gear got... <laughs> Wait, the Game Gear had some releases? The Game Gear had a virtual console releases. Wow. They had like 10, right? On the 3DS. There were uh, 16 games. Okay, I knew actually. it wasn't very much. He had some Sanic. Oh, God. No God. wonder no one cared. In fact, I'm pretty <laughs> sure half of these were Sonic almost. Uh, <sighs> so Russ cared is what Russ you're telling cares. me. Russ cares. Yeah, almost half <laughs> the releases were Sonic related. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, yeah, exactly half. There was eight Sonic games on the Game Gear. Sonic or Sonic? Well, okay, one was a Tails game. Oh, no wonder Still that's a Sonic no wonder game. That one was Mean Bean Machine. Oh, <laughs> Mean Bean. <laughs> Doctor Robotics Mean Bean Machine. It was a uh, Puyo, uh, Puyo Puyo, that puzzle game. Hey, I owned the best Sonic game, and that was Sonic Spinball. The best Sonic game was actually. Oh, it's almost uh, like that makes sense for a Sonic. Yeah, game. it was great. It was a great game. <laughs> I play it right now. I'm sorry, you mispronounced Sonic Adventure. No, Sonic Spinball. <laughs> and then, of course, it got the <laughs> NES um, as a virtual console, which did not get many, nearly as many releases on it, but, you know, still got your heavy hitters. Uh, got the Super NES games on there. Um, it is worth noting you could only play the Super NES titles on the new Nintendo 3DS. You could not play those on the standard 3DS model. Mm, um, that is wild. And I'm I'm sure they God. could have I'm sure they could have made it work. Yeah. It was like that was just one of their ways of pushing the new Nintendo 3DS. There's system. no way they couldn't get it to work. It's like you have to have this to play uh, Majora's Mask and Xenoblade Chronicles and these virtual console games. I mean, I think it was just a marketing tactic yeah. to oh, get yeah, people yeah. into the newer, newer games. The new ones, yeah. And actually, I think you were also I think you could play Majora's Mask on the regular 3DS. I think the only exclusive you title was Xenoblade it. Chronicles. Yeah, you didn't have which, a little nub. Let's be fair. Control the camera. It was an absolute miracle of God that they got Xenoblade Chronicles to run on the 3DS. Dude, Monolith Soft does I crazy mean, things with technology do. that they have. They I do. mean, look at Xenoblade 3. I don't know how that game runs on I the don't Switch. I just, I, just, I just saw a video of that today, and I'm like, this is unbelievable. There yeah. was a singular delisted title that you can no longer get on the 3DS. Well, you can't almost get anything on 3DS now. Well, <laughs> almost. Steady almost. Shop is closing very soon. Very soon. I think two weeks. Yeah. Yep. Very close. Um, uh, I'm, I'm doing my puberty. Oh, I'm over here. Um, Tetris, the, G, the Game Boy Tetris. Oh, you're gonna be okay, Raj. I think so. <laughs> I'm for, because I already have it on there. Can we just talk for a minute how the Tetris movie looks like it absolutely like slaps? Oh, like yeah. it looks really it was good. Oh, awesome. yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm glad it is not what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to yeah, be like, they, a, like a Pixels movie, um, like kind of like that. I <laughs> highly recommend you guys go on YouTube, and this is also to listeners, um, go to the Gaming Historian's YouTube channel. He did a full-length documentary about like the history of how Tetris came to be in the States, um, which is also the premise of this film. Of course, this, the film was a, um, is a biopic where this is more of a documentary. Did you just say biopic instead of biopic? Yes. I just wanted to point that out. Thanks. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> but I highly recommend watching his Tetris video. In fact, he has a lot of great documentaries on just individual games. He's on uh, Super Mario Bros. 2 and 3, Super Mario World, Mario Kart. He's on documentaries on. And they're great. But the, the, his Tetris one is probably my favorite along with Mario 3. Um, 
His YouTube channel is fantastic. Uh, it's the Gaming Historian on YouTube. Mm. Gaming Historian. Oh, that you posted that in the Discord. I did. Top notch. Sweet. Yeah. Absolutely top notch really YouTube video. channel. Oh, you watched it? Yeah. It's, it's a long one, but. Well, I I listened to it while I was working, and because I had saw, well, we were talking about the Tetris movie trailer, and you had posted that, and I was like, okay. Like, I'm glad I watched it, because if you have any interest in the Tetris movie, like, that gives, like, a really good, you know how they dramatize things for movies. So that's, like, a really good way to get caught up on something like that. Before yeah, for you, sure. Before it's, it's, the movie. <clears throat> it's, he's, his channel is one of my favorite channels of all of YouTube. We're, we're going to go see Mario, right? Well, yeah, I was hoping so. Okay. I'm probably going to go in and be disappointed. <laughs> Bonner's going to bring his kids. We're all going to go watch I movie. wish. Oh. Hold on. I got to get a picture of Justin's face right now. Can you do that again? I'm going to post it in the Discord. There we go. Oh. Justin's face whenever I said that. <laughs> That's exactly how my face was right when he said it. <laughs> it's okay, Justin. What is wrong with you? The movie looks great. I was just busting balls. It does balls. Look, really it looks it really looks good. Awesome. I didn't even watch the last trailer. I'm just. Ready I didn't to either. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm ready. To I did. It really wasn't anything new. It was just the same stuff recut into different like frames. So, <laughs> Chris Pratt is Mario. I think he's fine. Like I I'll think it's okay. It. And I think that there's going to be something in there because the Charles Marionette is in there somewhere. Yeah. Now he may just be like a cameo for like another character. Or they might make some type of joke of how he, like, some voice type humor. Oh, yeah. Humor there's going to have to be, it's a me joke there. As long as yeah. it's not a metaverse and there's, like, parallel universes. Oh, gosh. And, I, and oh. he's another Mario. I just, I can't. It's like the Avengers of Mario. I yeah. personally thought that it was going to be a movie where it, it had, like, Chris Pratt, like, an actual movie. And oh, yeah, somehow yeah. they got, like, sucked into the Mario <laughs> world or something. That's what I thought that oh, it was going to be. I'm glad it is. They already that. tried that. That didn't go too well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chris Pratt as Chris Pratt in Mario. <laughs> he plays himself alongside. Like he's live that they're gonna do like total Who Frame Roger Rabbit style. It's like CGI Mario characters and Chris Pratt is there with them. Yeah. Saving the Mushroom Kingdom. I'm gonna have to see the movie just because it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be good. And I've got kids, they really wanna see yeah. it. Picture kids, picture Jason get, Siegel in the Muppets, get, but with Chris Pratt and Mario. We're gonna get popcorn, we're gonna have a good time. I love Jason Siegel. Speaking of which, if you haven't watched Shrinking on Apple TV, it's so I not. good. I have not. It's made by the guy that makes Ted Lasso, so Ooh. you'll love it. And it's got Jason Siegel in and it. Also and also Harrison Siegel. Ford. Interesting. I, it's I do really love, good. I do love Jason Siegel. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, Tetris. That, that looks great. That yeah. looks, we'll do that one too. The Wii U Virtual Console. And again, boo. It, it, uh, it had its NES. One of the, the key things on the NES Virtual Console on the Wii U is it was the first American release of Earthbound Zero. Oh. Mm. So it is notable for that. Um, that's about it. And Yeah, that's about it. And to this day, the only other time that's been released was on um, sorry, Earthbound Beginnings. You can play it on the NSO app now. Uh, and of course, it had the Super Nintendo, obviously. You basically had to pay an upgrade fee to use the gamepad for your virtual console. Yes. It you also basically had to rebuy everything if you had a virtual console. If you, if, you, if you brought it in, there was upgrade fees that you could pay for. It was cheap. It was like a dollar fifty. but I'm like, where do you, where'd you do that at? You could import your Wii. Like, I forget how I did it. My gosh, how, how did I do that? I just remember oh. buying, I bought the Wii U the first day because no mm -hmm. one else was buying it, and they had a surplus of them at Best Buy. I bought, I bought mine day one. I, was I very bought excited. mine day one, too. I bought mine, and I tried to get my stuff over to it day one, 
and I couldn't figure out how to do it. I did it. So. There was an upgrade fee. I remember you look it up. There was an upgrade fee. That is just some hot garbage. Yes. That, that sucks. Dumb. Yep. Wow. Now, not all games could come over either. Because remember, you go on the Wii U, you could switch to the Wii version. Basically, just like you would have a Wii. You know, like yeah. you'd press a button, they'd go to the Wii and have all your virtual console games. So now I will say this, though. Think about the Wii U. Obviously, it was, it was by try, all I'm marks a failure. I'm going to try not to. But, but like ahead. it was the, it, I wouldn't even want to say it walked, but it stumbled so the, the switch could run Take because that is absolutely what they were trying to pull off. Well, that, hopefully they that fired their marketing team, too, because it was the worst marketed. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like, we are the most diehard gamers that I know, that know everything about games. And after that E3, I'm like, do you just buy the gamepad and it goes to your Wii? Like, they never showed the console until, like, days later. Then they had pictures of the console. I'm like, oh, it is a new console because it was, like, sleeked on the sides. That's the only yeah. where I'm like, the worst marketing team of all time. Then the Switch came out. And I went back, who told us to watch that commercial? And I was listening to something, and they're like, watch the commercial for the Switch. It came out how many years ago? That original commercial that Six. came out in October? Oh, my gosh. Yep. So good. Yeah, it was. It told you exactly what the console was. Guy was playing Zelda, picked it up, dude, that took was, it with him to the dude, park. How crazy you was were like, that? I was like, what? <laughs> and you are right, though. I mean, because, like, we played Mario Kart on the Wii U, and it was just like, you go walk into the other room, and it would just be, like, disconnected. And I'm like... Oh yeah, like I, I would literally walk to the next room over in my house, yep. trying to play Assassin's Creed Three on the, on the week this uh, Wii U launched, and I'd be like, "Nope." And some games wouldn't support just tablet mode, and some did. You're yeah. right. You are right about that. That was their vision. They just couldn't pull it off yet. Yeah. Um, the Wii U had a great virtual console for GBA. Seventy-four it did, titles. Yes. Seventy-four games. Wow. I wonder if we'll get that many for Switch. I would love to see that, but I doubt it. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're they're slow. They're slow at rolling stuff out. And then it also had 31 DS titles. That's kind of shocking. I didn't even know that. Yeah. There were DS games there on the Wii There were DS games wow. on the Wii U Virtual Console. I don't know that I bought any. I bought I one. I think I just got bitter because at that point in time, actually specifically, now that I'm thinking about it, I remember this, because when I couldn't figure out how to get my games ported over, I just told myself, I will not buy any VC games. If I want VC games, I will buy them on the Wii. I got to go look it up how I did it. <laughs> like, I don't even know... Did I do a USB cable to USB cable? I have no idea. Hmm. Somehow it happened, but... And we're forgetting the, the best part about any of the virtual consoles. The Wii eShop music <laughs> and the 3DS oh, yeah. eShop music. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Great music. But yeah, there's a uh, condensed history of the virtual console plus all the other video game banter we threw in there that was... Honestly, more than the virtual console. Well, that that and the music whenever you bought something and it would, like, pull the coins when it was downloading it. And that <laughs> yes. was your progress bar, like Mario yes, collecting coins and stuff. Great. It's the little things about the it was great. eShops. And now the eShop was, is let, barely functional. <laughs> it wasn't great. The, the Wii, the anyway, Wii the, Virtual Console? The functionality of the stores was trash. Yeah, I mean, the like, search function you, didn't sucked, have, like, you didn't have money. You, like, bought points. Yeah. And, like, at the end, you're just like, well, I got 500 points left, and there's nothing left to buy, so. That yeah. could get you an NES game. It, it could. I remember well, that. what if you bought them all? You just. That's true. You'd buy the gift cards. Well, that's the thing. Everyone had, like, two or three NES games and they that they never played because points. we used the extra. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was not ideal. It was, it was a weird. In Xbox did the same thing with the marketplace. They, they had a weird conversion. I'm like, what are you doing? Just that was the idea. Guys, their idea was that you would get 
more i remember reading an article about this back in the day because there was a, a it wasn't in game informative it was some um other magazine gaming magazine but essentially they had talked about how the marketing strategy was to make it to where mo you could get most things for this amount of money and we'd had extra points and those extra points you'd just be just enough away yep so it would entice you just to keep buying it was it's smart how, how and it worked that's how overwatch does it still to this day coins mm -hmm. I mean, I don't play hot trash video games like that, so I don't really know. But I thought those ways That's to a die off. That's hot trash take. I mean, Overwatch sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't like multiplayer games, so yes, you do. we'll talk about don't, that. Don't. Yes, Speaking of do. games that suck. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Y'all think Max beat Quest, Quest 64 yet? <laughs> I don't know. I need to have one of the other episodes. We can just see if he's beat the game or not. The water no is reason. about to overtake Bonner. I'm just gonna die. <laughs> I'm not touching it either because it's Rogers water. And you know, who, I mean, it's, fresh, it's fresh water. I mean, it came out of this bottle, so I mean, it's still your water. Your okay. mouth was on that, so. But fair, fair. I I do still think I know I said it a little bit ago, but like the success in the implementation of virtual console like cannot be overstated like it has changed like all of us like wait on edge for game pass games and you know switch online games and playstation plus games like all these models started here and like that is that was the success of this yeah so it, it really did influence a lot and i like where it's at now too I that agree. actually brings me to my closing question about nso versus virtual console so the the model we have now is a paid subscription model where you have access to if you have the expansion pack five different systems of games that you can just play in an app at your leisure no extra charges do you like that as opposed to the virtual console which do you prefer i do I, because I, mind you this is not specifically nearly as robust. regarding nintendo right yes okay because this is not nearly as robust as virtual console was. yeah the reason i like it is uh number one i don't have to buy these games again i have <laughs> he touched the water i he good. said he wasn't gonna do it i'll boil my hand later and don't he worry. <laughs> but I, I like that i i don't have to buy these games again um you never know what they could add to them but i think they also recognize that third parties are figuring out that they could just make their own collections so yeah. the virtual console yeah. they were trying to get these people in and it was like look this is our first party Let's reward our $20 a year and you get Nintendo games, Super Nintendo games, and Game Boy games. Yeah, and I had... That's that's amazing deal. And I had no problem throwing money at Konami or Capcom for Mega Man and Castlevania collections or consoles. No, and I, and I personally fine. like the collections better. Um, so I hope that... I'm glad that we had the original version of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, but I would love to see the 3DS remakes come I over. Agree. I agree. Uh, and I'd pay for those. But I think... It's great for what it is. It's uh, I like it a lot. I hope they keep. It seems like whenever the new systems come out, they'll stop adding to sixty. Like sixty four might be done now, right? I don't think so. I think we're gonna see more of it. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I just assume like all right. Once they release GBA, now they're just on the GBA games. I think we're so. gonna see more of that, more Game Boy, Game Boy Advance than anything else. But I think we'll probably still see a trickle down of a few more n64 games oh you're thinking well i guess donkey kong 64 donkey yeah. kong 64 is not there um I, and i'm sure there are others i'm not even thinking of and i think we're still going to continue to see a few nes SNES do you think any more in. systems will be added i personally do not the rumor the rumor is too that somehow with all this activision blizzard stuff they confirm that switch online will be on the next system that'll be interesting to say 
So, which would be great because it better. Right. Um, oh, I remember seeing that in the document. Yeah, that like that, that basically the, it is going to be a Switch 2 and it's going to be backwards compatible. Right. So, well, which, it, it had said that the Nintendo Switch Online will be available on the Nintendo Switch and the redacted. Yes. So, right. like, and whatever hopefully that, that means. So, that you, you wouldn't call it Nintendo <laughs> Switch that Online. Means the available library won't change moving from Switch to Switch 2. Well, I mean, order. you wouldn't call it Nintendo Switch Online NSO if you're going to put it on the Nintendo. Uh, Super Waggler, whatever they're going to call the new system. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, like, they're going to call it, it's going to be in the Switch family now. Yeah. Um, so, I, I really do. I like it for first party games. I think it's really cool. I do too. I agree. Great features too in it. You can rewind games, yeah. save states. Yeah. Which you couldn't do. Could You couldn't do that in the old ones, could you? I think you, well, technically it wasn't this. I think you could save state on Wii and Wii U. But you couldn't rewind. Maybe it was Wii U that had introduced that. Might have been. Maybe it was what the $1.50 upgrade was for. Might have been. Ross is screaming right now. Yes, yeah, but we can't hear him because he's in Canada. This so. is true. Is he like I said? He is literally dead. Like he's in Canada. He's watching he's people dead. with their mouths flapping. Like <laughs> wait, wait. Talk on South Park. What do you What do you think, Michael? Do you think that you know the the Switch Online's the future, or you know, because I know PlayStation's doing their own thing, and that's, that's neither here nor there. But I have a three part take. One first part, I agree with everything you guys have just said. It is incredible value. All the features there, undeniable. The ability to play some of these games like GoldenEye or Mario Party online, like with your oh, friends, yeah. like that's that's incredible. Number two, I am worried for what the future will bring with situations like this because at a certain point, once they start to get everyone in, prices start to go up, features start to go down. That just scares me in general. That's not really a Nintendo NSO thing. That's just a technology way the way the world works thing, and I'm scared to see how it that's goes. PlayStation Plus for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think the third thing is is that um, initially my thought whenever you asked the question while you guys were talking was, no, I would prefer to pay individually for my games to be able to play them at my leisure and not have to worry about a monthly fee. But I just think, why not give me the option to do so? Why not have the option to buy that game for, you know, use that avenue to lock everything else out, only the ones that I've bought or paid for if I ever cancel NSO, something like that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, yes, I, I love it. It's a great feature, the ability to get all the DLC for these games that I play, like Animal Crossing and Mario Kart, like just all right there, you know, and hopefully future DLCs for first-party Nintendo titles, whatever DLC will be for Tears of the Kingdom will be included in this. Um Obviously, it's just incredible value. So I, I say, I'll point. say yes, but there's a lot of things I wish I also got from it. But, you know, for 50 bucks a year, you know, <laughs> I can't really complain. Well, and it's kind of funny because, <laughs> like, honestly, like, I think the reason they're doing that in this format, instead of virtual console, is they're doing it to keep up with what the rest of the market is doing, which is a very anti Nintendo practice. But you're not wrong. Clearly, it works. <laughs> yeah. Um, they want that monthly fee and. That the expansion pass was a genius idea. Yeah. Whoever they've hired since the switch for marketing is like, well, they got all the DLC in, in the expansion. I mean, pass it's genius. Mm -hmm. Just look at the difference between yeah. Wii, Wii U to Switch. It's a different marketing team or whoever's man well, smart. See, that's that's what I'm worried about. That exact reason you just brought up is why I'm worried about the future of it. They're gonna. They're wait. There is a saturation point to which they will hit to which prices will go up. Because at a certain saturation rate, that means that they could afford to take X hit 
for people leaving. <laughs> so they will raise the price because, I mean, think about that. They're not just going to keep giving away $25 DLCs Correct. for free for the rest yeah. of the rest of time. Well, not. Yeah. I mean, what's nice about what Nintendo did, though, they're like, hey, the expansion pass is extra. Um, you still can just pay $20 and play online, have mm-hmm. your cloud backups yeah. and all that. That That is that's I feel like that's consumer friendly. But um, I like how people this is a t- tangent. They say cloud backups. Has been a they it's say fine. cloud backups should be free, and I completely disagree. Where are you storing that data? I agree. It's, it's got to go somewhere. You got to yep. pay. Like PlayStation used to do it for free, and they're like, "This should be free." Fee-. I guess Steam does it for free. Steam which, does do which, it for free. Which uh, I mean, when you make that much money, I guess you can do whatever you want because um, they pretty much own the PC ecosystem. But like that storage costs something. It does. the The problem with like with Steam, the the difference there is that with Steam, you have such a like a large market that a lot of those games are being hosted in similar data centers. And a lot of those games are built for that. Like if you have a data center that's holding that, it's an extra couple kilobytes to, you know, store that save state along mm-hmm. with the the game that's being streamed or the game that's being saved or pulled from that same database. So yeah. uh, you know how that goes. So it's just like, but you're absolutely right. It should, we are lucky that people give that away for free. Storage yeah. is the single biggest asset in the IT industry that people fight over all the time. Yep. And we should not take advantage of it anymore. So let's talk about Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. Because let's think, do it. Let's let's do it. That's Michael fight to cramp. Yeah. So <laughs> Glad um, you, you caught on to that. Oh my god. I knew he had a leg cramp. I get those in the middle of the night. As, as you guys know, uh, in most episodes of Super Nintendo Bros podcast, we give a Nintendo game or actually any game released on a Nintendo console a Super Nintendo Bros seal of quality that can be gold for the best of the best, silver for yeah, this is pretty much must play, bronze for you know we like it, we recommend playing it. The uh, participation trophy for games that uh, just aren't good enough to make that cut, but aren't the worst. And then the golden Korok poo, which is for like, just avoid. For good luck, apparently. Yeah, but, for yeah. avoid for good luck, apparently. The last game we reviewed on this podcast that had a seal of quality got the Korok poop, didn't it? Uh, no, it was a participation trophy. It was Zelda 2. Oh, uh, yeah. I was thinking CDI. Uh, no, because Max and I reviewed... Um, what did we review that episode? Wow, Roger, I'm surprised you didn't give that game a gold. <laughs> yeah, really. I, I literally can't even remember what we reviewed that episode. You need like a wiki of what all we do. ranked. We, we do. Um, so Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island released on the Super Nintendo. And um, this was, in my opinion, one of the best 2D platformers on the system. Yoshi's Island was amazing. I preferred Super Mario. Well, I don't know if I'd say I preferred Super Mario World or not. Wee, I don't know. Man, I, I don't know that's so how it goes that far. It's so good though. But it's Gosh. close. Like it is cl- it is pretty close to being as good a quality as Super I Mario prefer World. the whimsical nature of Yoshi's Island over Mario. That being said, Mario was a it's just such a tight platformer, man. It is so fun. Yeah, oh, man, that is tough. I'm well, I'm not going to sit here and debate which one's better because that is irrelevant to, to the yeah, conversation. Yeah, that that's not part of the argument. Because that, that'll take me all night. To because we also, we also all know that neither of those are as good as Donkey Kong Country 2. That's fair. When it comes to platforming, I agree. I love Donkey Kong Country 2, but man, Super Mario World 2. They're all just so, so different. Good. They're very different games. So good. I don't enjoy having to chase that baby. Um, and it's I, always like right well, out of like, reach. One of the things I want to say about Yoshi's Island, that's like, true. 
I love like it's almost a hand drawn kind of art style. And I, I love, love it. it. I, I love the art style. Why? Ha- why were they not able to recreate that? Like it, that 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 speaks to how good Super Mario World Two is. Because is that, none like, of the sequels are anywhere. None of really the sequels are anywhere as good. Like they're just not as good. Yeah, there I mean, was there was a time. The DS one's not bad. Now think about this. There was a time whenever there with with the N sixty four that there became a push to push everything to three D. Look at Yoshi's story. It did not. That's exactly what happened. Was they wanted to make everything look three D, even if they couldn't figure it out or make it really work, and then you lose. That when you make that transition, you lose yep. that step, and if you don't go back. They're not going to go back. They're going to just move forward and try something new. Right, and from no, Yoshi never really clicked from there on out. You had Yoshi's Island yeah. DS, which was fine because it took out to the SNES. But then you had games like Yoshi's Crash of World on the Switch, and Yoshi's which, New Island. That game was so yeah, Yoshi's bad. New Island. Like I, the music I, was so bad in Yoshi's New Island. Which that was, was a funny. 3DS game, right? Yeah, it was a 3DS, and in the the Super Nintendo one, the music's so bad. it is. Do, I do, do, do. like that. Um, do, 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 that do, Yoshi's Craft World though was not really that good of a game. Wooly World was okay. It's too easy, man. But it's too easy. I forgot about Wooly World. That's on Wii U and 3DS, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it's actually Wooly World's actually pretty good. I want to give you. It I'll looks give awesome. Some like credit. the game looks cool. Yeah, yeah. The but no, none of them. World art none style. of them were Yoshi's Island. That's that's how good Yoshi's Island was, though. I don't know that I can personally not give Yoshi's Island the gold. It's one of those games that has very few flaws. It's top. It's, th- it's top three platformer on Super Nintendo. It's like, and if you look at the, it's just the right difficulty for completionists. Hmm. In my yeah, opinion, yeah, you had the hundred percent on every level. Yep. You got all the sunflowers. Had all twenty. Is it twenty five seconds? Um, it was thirty seconds. Thirty and 20 seconds. Red points. I 20 red coins and then the five sunflowers, yep. right? And that's how you would get it. And then you had to hit a sunflower too, right? That's just how you, you got the bonus. That's how you got a bonus. You got a bonus. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. That's better than... Of course, Super Mario World map is the, the goat of goats. They've never been able to make the yeah. Super Mario World map ever again. And Yoshi's Island, you really can't include in that argument with the map, though, because there's really not a map to that. It's like it just... It's no, you get some special right? stages, but they're just like, if you cleared every level... Yeah, you have, to, you have to clear everything. To but get it's those. not like a hidden thing where you use no. a hidden exit or anything. In a, yeah. So. I, I just think it was a good use of the technology. Look at the difference, like the noticeable step up on the same platform. Like they the, use that well, new effects chip that they have. That, well, that's that what I mean. Like, it was just, that, a, just a drastic update and just a whole different type of game. I don't have any issues giving that game a gold because it was like, that's a game like I will always, I'm never not okay with going back and playing it. I, I mean, I go it. back every three or four years and I have to replay the original Ghost. I that agree. And I, I, I never get bored doing it. I just did it a couple years ago on Switch. I couldn't give anything lower than gold. I yeah. just can't. It's, too, right. it's too good. Yeah, Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island gets the cover to gold. Super Nintendo Bros. Has there been a gold yet? Seal of quality. What's that? Smash Where's Brothers there? was a gold. Smash Ultimate. Bros. Ultimate. And I think there might have been one other one. Um, in fact, I'm pretty sure we had another one, but I can't think of what it was right off the top of my head. I am surprised Delta 2 wasn't a gold. <laughs> Coming got, from Rod, yeah. Got that, uh, got that participation trophy. I would have thrown, I don't remember I would have thrown my desk if that would have gotten a gold. I don't remember there being another There gold. might not have been. It might be just the these two. The honestly. game's terrible. Or did we, did we talk about Donkey Kong Country 2, maybe? Oh, maybe we did. I don't, I don't know if I was on for that. We have to go back to the we, Yeah, episodes. Rod and I talked about Super Metro, or, uh, Metroid Fusion. And we gave it a silver, silver I yeah. yeah. Which I haven't played yet. Yeah, Fusion is great, but the, the only reason we didn't give Fusion a gold was because there are better Metroid games. Right. So. Exactly. Are there if, better Super Mario World Yoshi or Yoshi Island games? No. no. It's the best in the whole series. <laughs> no. Period. It's the best one. Yeah. 
No, well that well that's the thing. It's like there are in my opinion, it's one of the best Mario games because I don't really care for Mario games that much. The older games be an exception. I'll play the crap out of those older games. The baby Mario is games. annoying, but it is. Yes, it is. You can I'm not gonna get confused with the DS one. You could transfer it to helicopter and stuff like that. No, yeah. you got and, and, and yeah. the, you the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. items and then you just like, the DS one. The difference is you had the baby Donkey Kong, Wario, and Peach yeah. also. Which for some reason was just like they had a hard on for doing that crap and like any old Mario game they're gonna take it, put it on the DS and add all the <laughs> characters yeah. to it. That's how it went. But let's put it on the DS and add babies. Case in point, Mario and Luigi partners in time. At least it wasn't cats. Wow. <laughs> Cat Mario was in one game. <laughs> Just a reminder. Uh, Michael, tell us about 13 Palm Trees and the 13 Palm Trees Patreon. Oh, well, if you like shows like Super Nintendo Bros, there are other podcasts on the network where we do other video game related things and other non-video game related things like post-game content hosted by myself where we take deep dives into video games and talk about them for quite literally hours it's the max um, show let's be fair it's the max show it, it is the show with max where he runs the, runs it and you tells can hear me, his voice he tells me what to do before the show and threatens to beat me if i don't listen um kind of like Roger content does on this. makes me finish games really yeah that is i actually finished resident evil 8 so i can listen to that one um now i'm trying to finish dead space but you finished sekiro before we did that yeah i did finish sekiro before that there's something else though that i'm like i'm gonna I play to a dead this. space remake soon Jeez, oh, a Also, fingers crossed. <laughs> it's pretty good. Post game content tonight as a recording. The giveaway is happening for The Last of Us Part One. Sure is. Flash Dead Space. Yeah. I really want that copy. It's a hell of part a giveaway, one. by the way. That is. A really giveaway. want that copy of The Last <laughs> of Us Part I missed, I missed one. the giveaway because I haven't got to listen to the episode yet. There was another game I, I played that I'm like, oh, I got to play that so I can listen to this. Episode. Shadow of the Colossus. Great episodes. <laughs> if he hadn't played Shadow of the Colossus, by the way. I played Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, anyway, so uh, point being, there's <laughs> other podcasts out there. They're, the only ones that are active at the moment are those, but you can go out there and find D&D kind of video game mythos. I was actually working on an episode of Video Game Mythos last night. Look at that. Nice. That is a that is nice. quite an update. That's a, that's a uh, show I really miss. <laughs> uh, me too. Uh, my mom on vacation this week, so I thought I'd delve a little bit into it. But um, if you like shows like that. That was Video Game Mythos, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the iconic. Um, but if you like shows like that, um, check out the other shows on the 13 Palm Trees Network. You can find those on our website, 13palmtrees.com. Check out a list of all the shows there. We don't just have podcasts, though. We have other things like YouTubers, like the Party Blarder, now renamed as Party B. He does gameplay videos, things like that. It stands for Party Bitch because he's a party bitch is what he is. <laughs> he still parties harder than I do. Yeah, me too. Um <laughs> But there's also, we got another YouTuber and photographer, Clex Bennett. He's rec he's going through and posting his Mortal Kombat 2 tutorials now and more Mortal Kombat tutorials in the future. Those what an are, absolute unit. Those are, yeah, the ability just to go through and just like casually pull off babalities, fatalities for every single character just on the fly. Like, what a champion. Like, any Daniel's editing on those videos is fantastic. Um, but... Yeah, so like Final Girl Podcast, check that out. Check out those YouTubers, photographers, all those types of things. The cosplay uh, that we recently did for Solaire was awesome. I'm sure you guys have seen those yes. photos. Um, but yeah, that's all thanks to the other people going on at 13 Palm Trees. And if you like the things that we're doing here in the studio, uh, we do have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash 13 Palm Trees, all spelled out. Uh, we got some really cool stuff going on over there. So like uh, you get early access to the shows, you get credits on our under the shade show which is available on our youtube forgot to mention that one uh episode two coming within the week so stay tuned for that for patreon and then the week after for 
uh, everyone else on who subscribed to the 13 Palm Tree Studios on YouTube. And then our coveted Sticker of the Month Club, uh, which ironically enough, this month's Sticker of the Month will be something very super for your bros out there. So, nice. Um, very cool. Very excited. Uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff there. Big big shout out to all the Patreon supporters that we have. And um, I do want to point out too that Patreon money is not used to fund Daniel's personal hand drawn penis art collection. Oh man, he gives us away on his only Dan's. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's. I like uh, to think he never listens to this show. Has never heard of any of these. It has no idea this happened. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh but yeah, so um check it check us out online, leave us a comment, let us know what you think, leave us a five-star review on the podcast if you are inclined to do so. Um but yeah, Roger, I'll hand it back to you. Thanks for letting me steal the limelight there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh with all that being said, we are finished up with today's episode. Uh thank you guys for listening as always. And until next time, happy gaming. Thank you.